Well, hello, my wonderful friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research, and Happy New Year to you all. This will be the first show of 2023 on the Ted and Austin Brower Show. Hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. Hope you enjoyed it with your friends and family, and uh, interesting the way it laid out this year. It only does this, I think, every, what, 14 years, having Christmas and Christmas Eve on a weekend, and then New Year's and New Year's Eve on a weekend. Very interesting setup, and uh, it was nice. It was nice to spend a lot of time with family and friends. Got to talk to a lot of different people that I haven't seen in a while. It was a great time, and I hope you guys had a, a fantastic time as well. And be sure you know if you need anything for the new year to get back in shape or to start hitting back in the weight. So I know a lot of you people have emailed me, and they've been asking me questions about supplement advice and exercise advice. If you need anything, we got tons of resources on the website at healthmasters.com, or you can email us on the website as well, or you can give us a call. Multiple ways to get a hold of us and get information for us to be able to help you out the best we possibly can. I told you guys last week I put the Maximum Energy Kit on sale. This is probably one of the most effective, simplest stacks that work incredibly good without breaking the bank and with also, too, not adding in a massive supplement stack to your regimen. And uh, keeps it simple, but yet very, very effective, and people get great results with this. And uh, also, too, I have the Fat Burn Basic Stack on there as well. That's the Cinnamon Extract and ProCut Core. Both of these are designed to really help burn body fat, keep insulin levels at a stable level, and really increase the metabolism at the same time when you use it with a healthy diet and exercise. It works very, very effectively for a very small cost compared to a lot of other companies try to charge for simply just caffeine stimulant pills these have no stimulants in them there's no caffeine in them as far as you know stems you got to be very careful with those fat burners those are very very common on the market and i've used them before back when i was bodybuilding i would try I tried a few different ones and the problem that i found with them was most of them are so stimulant ridden that after about a week or two of taking them your adrenals are shot i mean you're taking hundreds of milligrams of caffeine in every dose and you're amped at first and you're really pumped and then what happens is you really start losing a lot of motivation unless you're continually taking the stimulants and upping the dosage because it has so much caffeine in it and the problem with that is that's not a sustainable model to get in better shape and actually burn body fat i saw a research study over the weekend and it was showing that MRI scans or CAT scans were showing that after one cup of coffee, blood flow reduced to your brain by almost 40%. And it was talking about how extremely elevated levels of caffeine along with elevated levels of cortisol in the body does not actually do any benefit. And I've told people this before when I've tried to encourage them about getting in better shape, getting their adrenals in shape, eating better, is that drinking multiple cups of coffee all day doesn't give you energy. There is no energy provided. There is no calories from coffee and caffeine. It's simply stimulating a massive adrenal dump. It's making your body feel as if you're in a flight or fight syndrome. So you're getting that adrenaline. The problem with adrenaline is cortisol is massively elevated after that. And for some odd reason, this is just something that goes along with it when you're drinking coffee. And so it's something you got to look at, not saying you can or can't do it, saying you got to make your own decision with what you're going to do. But what I am saying is 
is that having a model where you're continually drinking more stimulants to try to burn body fat is not effective. I've personally tried it. It will work short term. But what happens is once you can no longer use those stimulants and you finally have to detox, so to speak, your body's so exhausted. You have no energy at all to train or have any type of significant cardio in until you get your adrenals back in shape. That's why the maximum energy kit that we have that I put together on sale, one of the most popular kits we have, it works so well because you got the ultimate multiple along with the B complex. So you're just feeding your body loads of bioactive vitamins. On top of that, you're adding the adrenal support in, which has multiple nutrients to actually support the adrenals, help with increased energy production without actually tapping them. And then you have the cortisol buster, which is loaded with ashwagandha and other nutrients that helps reduce cortisol. So it actually increases your body's ability to make more energy, to become healthier, to become stronger without stimulating it. So something to check out on the website at healthmasters.com. I'm sure you guys will like it. And also, too, in other news right now, this is something that's interesting because I'm here this more and more from celebrities that are starting to come out now and again this is something we all knew but it's another thing why people need to continue to get the word out there former nba john uh, nba player john stockton has now been claiming that there's over hundreds of professional athletes that he has known of that have suddenly died after taking the experimental COVID injection. Stockton, who was former point guard for the Utah Jazz, joined the Sideline Sandy podcast for an interview last week discussing what he has researched. And he said, right now, I'm pretty much on record. There's a minimum that I know of 150 professional athletes that were in their prime dropping dead from getting vaccinated, either right on the field, right off the field, right on the court. He said now he's done more research and he thinks it's closer to a thousand he said, I think it's in the thousands now, but don't quote me. I'm not saying it's over a thousand, but I highly think it is considering the research that I have done. He said it's amazing the protection they have with the pharmaceutical companies. He said almost each one across the board, they've been convicted and paid astronomical sums for fraud they've committed, and yet it doesn't seem like it's even known. He calls them serial felons when he's referring to the big pharmaceutical companies that are pretty much running the show. And He's not wrong. If you do enough research, you'll find out Pfizer has been the most fined, the most corrupt pharmaceutical company in the entire world with billions upon billions upon billions of dollars of fines over and over and over and over again for fraud, deception and malpractice and basically deceiving the public and lying about certain products. Yet they literally just pay a nice chunky fine comes out of the bottom line, they write it off as a loss, turn around the next year, start working on the next project. This is a rinse and repeat cycle we have seen with Big Pharma. So when you hear them talk about everything safe and effective, that's why from the very beginning in 2020, I told you they're not going to be safe. They're not going to be effective. On Saturday night, I was with some of our friends and we were all talking about this topic. Nobody had gotten the shot. And I said, it's interesting to me how a lot of people don't even realize that the RNA gene therapy technology was never even designed to be a vaccine. So when DARPA was working on it, they've been working on the super soldier projects for decades now, and this is when they came up with the concept of RNA gene therapy, which was right along the lines of CRISPR-9 gene therapy. You can look this up back in 2012 now with DARPA. DARPA had no intentions on building a vaccine 
with RNA gene therapy. There was never even a concept that arose with them. They were working on the ability to change different aspects of the human genome and come in and actually modify certain elements. The super soldier project goes all the way back to Nazi Germany and Hitler. They were trying to work on this type of stuff from a much more simplistic scale. When DARPA had this technology, when Pfizer and Moderna and all of them got the idea allegedly to start using gene therapy, it wasn't because they thought it would be a great idea for vaccines. It was because they knew this was something that they had never been able to get into actual human trials in the pharmaceutical industry because of what happened with the previous ferret and cat trials. They knew this. FDA and no, no formal agency was ever going to approve human trials with gene therapy on any remnants of sanity. They weren't going to do it because it was so – it had such unintended consequences. Yet we saw something that had never been tested on human beings, allegedly, at least in the pharmaceutical world, roll out in literally less than three months and be pushed on the entire world population. The reason why they did it that quickly and the reason why the push was so strong well, it was very simple. They didn't want people finding out what it was going to start doing to everyone when they continually got RNA gene therapy shots. If you started seeing this happening right now, what was happening right now, and you started seeing it just a few months after the shot was being rolled out, everybody would have been like, I'm not getting the shot. The problem with it is a lot of this stuff now has been so heavily suppressed to the mainstream media, hardly anybody actually knows the truth if they haven't heard these shows now because if you listen to mainstream media, you find out real quick. There's nothing wrong with anything. Everything's great. Everything's perfect. The economy is fantastic. Biden's doing a great job. And the safe and effective vaccine ridded the whole world of COVID now. That's literally the thought that everybody's continually pushing on the mainstream fake news narrative. And so, again, that is why it is so important for everyone to continue to work together to get the truth out there the best we possibly can because they're not stopping at this. The far left group that's called itself the People's CDC, they're based out of New York apparently. They are now calling for more policies of indefinite mass mandates. They've essentially running around. They're founded by Mindy Thompson Fullove, a professor of urban policy and health at the New School. The group has thousands of supporters who receive weekly newsletters and emails highlighting the latest pandemic trends with advocating stricter policies. The People's CDC also receives funding from organizations like the Crest Foundation and the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. Through Fullove, they do not specify if the group has any supporters within the actual CDC. However, they continue to claim that they are there for the people and continue to want to help people. Well, this, again, is just more Marxism. It's more communist indoctrination that's trying to infiltrate a system throughout the media to try to brainwash people as much as they can. The truth doesn't have to have any backing anymore because it's so blatantly obvious. The only thing that has to continually have backing and reiterated propaganda is the lie. Because everybody knows in most cases, if they're awake, it's a complete and total fallacy. It's a fabrication. So they have to constantly come up with reassurance and try to reaffirm the lie over and over and over again. When anybody that actually hears the truth, once you hear it and you're awake, you realize real fast what we're being told. So again, 2023 this year, my friends, continue to keep up the fight because it's coming closer and closer every single day. We saw what they did over the last two years. It's not going to slow down until people continually in aggregate keep getting together, keep talking about it, keep broadcasting it, keep getting on shows about it, and continue to speak the truth. That is the most effective way you can make change because once you make people understand they're being lied to on a 24-7 basis through the mainstream media and or being distracted through every other element of mainstream media. 
you realize real quick what we're working with. But again, so many people are starting to wake up right now, and that's the momentum we have to continue to work on to spread the truth the best we possibly can. That's why, again, I thank you for supporting Health Masters, this show, forwarding our shows, forwarding the articles, and continue to keep up the good fight, Dad. What do you think, and Happy New Year's to you. Happy New Year to you, Dawson. Happy New Year to everybody listening this morning. I'm, me personally, I'm glad to see 2022 go away. I'm glad 2023 is here. And uh, for those listeners who know my back, what's happened in 2022 for us, you guys understand why. I continue to appreciate all of your prayers. You know what's interesting is this. You know, you're talking about you know coffee, and you're talking about caffeine levels, and you're talking about elevated blood pressure and increased risks of heart disease and decreased blood flow to the brain because of coffee. And you're exactly right. Uh, coffee, the caffeine in coffee actually causes the blood vessels in the brain to constrict, it's kind of like putting a finger over the end of a water hose, increasing cranial pressure, increasing blood pressure. And when you basically don't drink the coffee, if you're addicted to it, you release that pressure. And when it's happening, those blood vessels expand, causing you know pressure on the brain, giving you really, really bad caffeine withdrawal headaches. Plus, the cortisol is the worst part about all of that because the cortisol elevates the, how should I say, the stress hormones in the body, which makes you not digest your food properly, basically makes you age more quickly, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, coffee and I used to be pretty good friends. I really liked coffee when I was in graduate school at Florida State. But I realized that the more coffee that I drank, the more tired I became long-term-wise, and I needed increasingly larger amounts of coffee. So I, I stopped doing it years and years ago. I used the purple sticks anyhow, which is the green tea. And if you don't use the purple sticks, which are very, very easy to use, just pop them in a glass of water. They've also B vitamins in them. Then go ahead and uh, you can just drink you know, green tea in a, in a tea bag if you'd like to do that. But again, be careful with all of that as far as how much caffeine you put into your body because it can't elevate blood pressure if you use too much of it. But the purple sticks and the caffeine from the purple sticks and, and the green tea really doesn't have the same type of deleterious effects as coffee does. So just be really, really careful with that. Uh, in addition to that, we need to understand that you know the choices that we make in the beginning of the year, if we want to change our diet and start eating clean, et cetera, they're the ones that we need to stick with throughout the entire year. You know, we talked about it many times on the show as far as the proper way to eat, the proper way to maintain a low glycemic index on a diet, the proper way not to eat a bunch of junk food, drink a bunch of sugary drinks and all the other things that are out there. Do your best as best you possibly can just to eat clean all the time. Don't make it a diet for the new year. Make it a lifestyle choice for the new year. Very, very important. And if you do it that way, you're not on a diet. Does that make sense, buddy? not trying to diet. You're not, you're not depriving yourself of something. You just eat differently than you used to. And when you do that, you're going to be rewarded with tremendous health, tremendous vitality all the days of your life. But if you don't, you have all kinds of issues with your diet. You have all kinds of issues with your health. You're going to find out very, very quickly that this is not what you expected it to do as far as your body deteriorating and falling apart, especially as you grow older. Really important. The things that you could do as a child because of elevated cortisol as an adult, because it may take two or three or four days for one cup of coffee for your cortisol to come down, you can get away with as a child. As an adult, you can't do it. And just eat clean. A lot of people talk about the Mediterranean diet. A lot of people many talk, they have all these different fat diets come out all the time. Just keep your glycemic index low. Stay away from it. If you're trying to lose weight, stay away from bread, pasta, rice, potatoes, you know, large amounts of fruit. Just stay away from that. Stay away from fruit juices. Uh, just stay with things like, you know, chicken and vegetables. And, you know, you can also have some little beef, a little, you know, like salmon, you know, organic salmon. What would be organic? It would be wild salmon, you know, a grouper, red snapper, orange, roughy. All those fish are good. Occasional steak is fine. 
but be careful with your diet and drink a lot of water. More and more studies are coming out now that are showing that if you don't have sufficient quantities of water, and I posted one of these studies on the website, that you're going to massively increase your risks of all different types of diseases. I'd recommend distilled water. You guys know that. I've been drinking that for almost almost 40 years, and it's a great product. It keeps the calcium carbonate out of your body from the water and the tap water and the well water. If you can't do that, use reverse osmosis. If you don't want to do either one of them for the expenses, you can go to the grocery store and get yourself some BPA-free juice. And go ahead and, and go to a reverse osmosis machine for like 29, 39 cents a gallon and drink that water. Here's how much water you drink. Half your body weight in fluid ounces per day. If you weigh 100 pounds, you drink 50 ounces of water. If you weigh 200 pounds, you drink you know, 100, 100 ounces of water. And don't try to guzzle it all before you go to bed to be up all night using the bathroom. Do it very, very, very systematically throughout the day. Try to carry a cup of water with you, a glass of water with you all the time and sip on it throughout the day until you get your amount in. Really, really important. And another study has shown also that elevated sodium levels massively increase the risk of different types of diseases. And the water helps to flush that stuff back out of the system. I taught that many, many years ago when I had the clinic. That's why you have to drink the water. There's nothing wrong with eating some good salt like Redmond salt and strictly putting it on your food. But when you're eating processed food, you're getting 1,000 milligrams of salt per serving, 1,000 milligrams of salt per serving, 1,000 milligrams of salt per serving, some of these processed foods, they're really unhealthy guys. And that salt will really wreck your, basically your coronary artery system. you got to stay away from that. That's what insulin, that's why one of the reasons insulin is so bad in your body with syndrome X is you get elevated insulin, you start storing more and more body fat. And that salt, insulin is a salt, starts to dehydrate the inside of the blood vessel lining, causing scarring, scratching, you know, surfaces, et cetera, not to mention what the spike proteins do. And then that ends up having you know, fat put on top of it. You know, a lot of times it's got the calcium in it, which is called hardening of the arteries. And then the body's trying to smooth the layer of the inside of the artery out, the endothelial layer, to make it the blood flow more smoothly, and you start getting placking. And I just had a good friend of mine uh, this past week. You know, he ended up having to go to the hospital and he got basically a stent put in because he had 90% blockage in one of his coronary arteries. It's very easy for that to happen, but it's one step at a time, one food at a time, one processed food at a time. Don't don't use. I mean, never use soybean oil. Never use corn oil. Never use safflower oil. Don't do any of those oils. Never ever ever put soy in your body. Any type of soy, and you're going to find out very quickly if you use the right kind of oils. It really helps you from a, from a cardiovascular standpoint to keep your blood vessels lubricated and help keep the blood flowing more efficiently along with the water. The water and the omega-3 fats are incredibly efficient, including olive oil, to keep that blood flowing very, very smoothly in the brain. And that's one of the big reasons that people, when they get older, they start to develop senile dementia a lack of blood flow to the brain and you, you basically start losing memories. You start losing all kinds of problems, you know, you, with, with the blood flow, you know, it can also be caused by a traumatic hand injury. It could be a lot of different things from, from trauma. That's why they're so careful now with TBIs, you know, with football and, you know, and helmet spearing and all the other things, because they realize that over a period of time, if you keep taking traumas to the head, to the brain, you end up causing all kinds of vascular damage to the brain, which can cause the memories to go away, cause the cognitive skills to go away. And when you have these TBIs, you start losing impulse control. You start having all kinds of health issues from that. And so it can, it can develop into bipolar disorder. So it's really, 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 really important that you protect your head. If you're going to be in karate and boxing and all the other stuff that people get involved in, Try not to do head strikes. Just don't do it. Just make that a thing. So if you're in a, if you're in a sparring ring or whatever you are, if you're doing karate, just no head strikes, no kicks to the head. None of that nonsense because you don't need to take that constant brain injury and constant brain trauma all the time. If you're basically out doing, you know, bull riding, et cetera, which I don't really recommend that you do that, but some of you guys are probably pretty good bull riders. I've never had a desire to do that. Always make sure you wear some type of helmet. Very, very important if you're on a motorcycle. 
I don't, I don't like wearing helmets on a bike either, guys, but it's really a whole lot better to wear a helmet on a motorcycle instead of using your head as a helmet. You use the helmet as a helmet, especially the Kevlar helmets are so good now. But just a few tips for you for the New Year's. Very, very important, though, but don't make the New Year's about a diet. Make the New Year's about a lifestyle choice. Really, really important. By the way, you know, we had a lot of deceptions in 2022. We did. A lot of crazy stuff happened. You know, we have that crazy Ukraine war that's still supposedly raging on, which if it is or not, I don't have any idea. I'm not over there. But it was the big year. 2022 was the big year when it became completely clear that the medical establishment in the United States and in Germany and the media and the politicians, they all lied through their teeth about the dangers of COVID and the safety and the effectiveness of the mRNA vaccines. And Austin's right. It was about a DARPA production vaccine through the super soldier program. They would have never had this stuff on approved by the Food and Drug Administration. Here's the problem. When they did the first initial cat studies and ferret studies, they all died. They all died. A lot of them died of septus because they had actually they actually ate holes in their intestinal tract and they actually died of septic infections. This is a problem that you see now with people getting sick. So many people that I know who have taken the vaccine end up basically having all kinds of health problems and they get sick with a cold and it just doesn't go away. It goes on for weeks after weeks after weeks. I had another one of our listeners the other day been sick for weeks, weeks, almost a month. And I, I finally talked to them and I said, look, here's what you need to do. You know, D3, the potassium iodide, the zinc, you know, if you get ivermectin, get some of that. Anything you possibly can, you know, the vitamin C with antioxidants with the courses in it. Load it up, D3K2, and get that immune system booted up, whatever is left of it from the vaccine. Because remember, that vaccine contains a, an immune system suppressant to prevent your body from stopping the production of spike proteins. And I personally believe that if you keep your high enough, if you high enough levels of antioxidants, you're going to really mitigate a lot of the damage of the vaccines. Now, you're not going to get rid of them. They're inside your cell structure. It's part of what it is. You're not going to go through a cleansing detox, you know, sitting in the bathtub with mineral salts to get rid of this stuff. You've injected it into your system, but you can mitigate the damage. And I believe you can actually lower it down to a point where you can prevent any kind of long-term damage from it. I, I believe that. Now, I might be wrong about that, but the reality is you can't be taking more and more. That's, why do you think they want you to take the boosters all the time? They know something's up with it, too. They know that it's not sticking like they wanted it to. They want a booster every three months, booster every four months. I mean, it's over, there's, there's, there's hundreds of vaccines in the pipeline now because they found out the profitability of this. And Austin was right, too, about Pfizer and these big companies being fined all the time. If you have a, a drug and you put it out on the market and you make $10 billion from it, and your production cost was billion, let's say, and now so and your distribution cost was a billion. So now you have an eight billion dollar net profit to your bottom line. And the FDA comes in and the government comes in and they fine you a billion dollars. Okay, you still have a seven billion dollar profit. And so now you've been given basically immunity by the government, and basically you've got multiple lawsuits that are going on about it. You may have a couple more billion in fines, but you're still making billions and billions of dollars in profit. This is the problem that we've run into with the pharmaceutical industrial complex. It's all owned by BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, the bloodline families. They don't care. They've learned how to play the game and how to maximize. Look at Purdue Pharma. They got a few billions in fines because of OxyContin, but they made tens of billions of dollars on that product and got so many people, got 65 million people hooked on opiates in the United States now. They didn't care. They didn't care. They, they wanted to have the money coming in, and they wanted the people hooked on the opiates, as far as I'm concerned, because that gives them a long-term customer that's going to be wanting to take these opiates on, the, on their system all the time. But we finally learned just how, how unbelievably what liars they are. But thanks to independent medical scientists and, and shows like the Ted Austin Brower Show, who stood, who stood their ground despite being censored, discredited, 
been punished. We know that for certain now that the COVID vaccines are neither safe nor effective. Moreover, the Pfizer internal documents forced into release by the federal court show conclusively that Pfizer knew the vaccine was deadly, period. Repeat that. Pfizer knew the vaccine was deadly. As Pfizer shared the documents with this marketing agent, which weren't supposed to be released for about 75 years, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, also knew that's who the marketing agent is, yet gave approval to the emergency use authorization of the mRNA vaccines. As Professor Michael Chavdowski has pointed out, the failure by Pfizer and the FDA to recall the vaccines based on Pfizer's own internal study is mass murder. At this point, very little is being done to hold Pfizer and the FDA accountable for murdering millions of people. Almost everybody who died from COVID died from lack of treatment and died from the use of a product that I consider to be one of the most deadly products ever developed, remdesivir. The medical protocols imposed, including remdesivir, prevented doctors from treating the virus with two known cures of COVID, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, along with intravenous vitamin C, zinc, D3K2, and all these other things have been shown to be very, very good with viral, with viral products and people who get sick. Some doctors in independent practice refuse to follow the imposed protocols and save thousands of lives. In other parts of the world, Brazil, India, Africa use ivermectin, both as a cure and preventative, essentially eliminated COVID as a health threat. But in the scientific Western world, the cures were obstructed by official medical authorities. The Lancet, formerly a respected British medical journal, which it is no longer, today is a marketing shield for big pharma denounced Brazil's use of hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin as an anti-scientific decision and accused a populist government of undermining science. There's no longer any doubt. Following the vaccination campaign, excess deaths rose dramatically and excess deaths are among the vaccinated. Still, nothing is being done to help the millions of people whose health was adversely impacted by these vaccines. The orchestrated pandemic is a massive crime against humanity. There's been no accountability with no help for the injured, which leaves the pandemic with a smell of organized genocide. If so, we've reached a point where crimes against humanity is the official policy of the West. And how does a civilization recover when morality has been stripped of authority? What has happened to us is that Pfizer's profits and the profits of all of these bloodline families that are being basically controlled through the international banking cartels, these profits are elevated above life and public health. Because their goal now, as far as I'm concerned, in the aggregate, according to the World Health Organization, is, is to reduce the population of the planet. The executive branch mandates that can override the U.S. Constitution and judgments of doctors and patients that official narratives can be enforced by censorship. They can censor you. They can come in with Twitter and censor you so you can't talk about it. Clearly, the foundation of our society has, been, has become rotten and our civilization is collapsing in the United States. In our society, truth is dismissed as misinformation. Normality is demonized as oppression, and perversity is normalized as liberation. Transgender propagandizing of children is now a common fear in public schools and public libraries. This is child abuse, ignored by child protective services, ignored by the pastors in the pulpit. It's ignored by most of the people who have their children in the school systems. It's made possible because laws that require equal access to organizations to pray their normal. The drag queen lobby has mastered the ability to manipulate the system. This, the pretense is that it is just as a matter of inclusion, but in fact, it's revolution. Sexual relations between heterosexual men and heterosexual women is now heterosexual, heterosexual capitalist oppression. You know, the Bible says that's the proper way of doing it. The Bible says this homosexual agenda and lesbian agenda is wrong, but yet people will still continue to watch Yellowstone on TV who are Christians. I'm going to fuss about that again when they have homosexual kissing on Yellowstone. Why have people not turned that show off? But Christians are going to continue to do what Christians do and basically compromise themselves. But sex between adults and children is now the sexual liberation of children. The drag queen agenda is to undermine traditional notions of sexuality, to replace the biological family, and to arouse transgressive sexual desires in young children. 
and is being financed with taxpayers' money. I mean, it's unbelievable. So just as prominent doctors and medical scientists who cured COVID patients with ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and different nutritional supplements are punished for saving lives by having their licenses and certifications stolen by bureaucrats whose protocols resulted in mass murder, parents who protest against public schools indoctrinating their children into sexual perversity are thrown out of school board meetings. This is what I mean, and Austin means when we say that the morality has been stripped of authority. Authority rests with those who are normalizing perversity. Authority rests with the Satanists. That's what this is, guys. It's the guys who worship the snake in the tree, this Kabbalist group. It's going to be very difficult to get it away from them because they have been doing this to humanity for thousands upon thousands of years since the ancient Baal religions of worshiping Baal and Moloch and Asher were started after the flood with Noah. This group of entities that have been running around doing this for a long, long time, they don't want to turn this stuff loose because it's lucrative for them, and they get fed through this. And guys, listen to me. We've got to keep our hearts and minds in Jesus Christ. As this new world, as this new year, year starts, again, afresh now, you know, with the Christian calendar, and we understand that without Jesus, all we are going to have is more of the same. We've got to talk to the pastors of the pulpit and make them realize they've got to start addressing social issues. It doesn't matter if they lose some of their congregation. They'll gain more on the other side from the people who want to hear the truth. But tell your pastors to start talking about this stuff and not just pretend like it's not happening. All of these people that are out here now in this name and claim it, blah, blah, grab it group of people who have closed books and who won't show anybody where their money goes. I can't support that stuff anymore, guys. Find a Patriot Church to go to, a Patriot Church that has good praise and worship that tells you the truth about what's happening, who talk about the Word of God, about the blood of Jesus, and understand that we have to, as Christians, continue to do the best we possibly can to bring honor and glory to God. We've got to continually proclaim Jesus as Lord, as Messiah, as part of the triune Godhead. We have to continue to understand it's the blood of the covenant that sanctifies us through the, through the spilling of his blood on Calvary as an omnipresent being. We need to understand the power and the authority that we have as Christians. And if we understand that and we start promoting that, we can change this country and at least stall what's about to come happen to this country. It's so important that we continue to tell these people in the FBI and the DDCDC and the, and the, and the Department of Defense and the FBI and, and, you know, and, and the FDA who basically have investigated themselves and found themselves to be innocent. I mean, unbelievable. We've got to hold these people accountable for what they've done and what they've done to us, the people of the world, and all these poor souls who got vaccinated. Tell your friends if they've been vaccinated. Take the supplements they need to get their immune system picked back up again. Really, really important. I love you guys. I had the opportunity to pray for you this morning. I had a long prayer this morning. probably tell. And for the beginning of a new year, I figured I needed to pray for a few hours. I love you guys, and I really, really, really appreciate you so very, very much. And I thank you for your support of Health Masters and support of the Ted Austin Brewer Show. Because if it wasn't for you guys, we couldn't be here telling you the truth. Keep praying to Christ. Keep praying to God. Keep praying and being led by, led by the Holy Spirit. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Also, what do you think, bud? What's your next story? Well, you're absolutely right. And, I mean, I think there's a point now to where there's certain areas of the United States that, don't deserve having any type of Christian patriots left in them because they're completely diametrically opposed to the viewpoints of us Christians. I say they, I mean the the government bodies, you know, there's certain States now that we have seen and they have been completely overthrown by communist dictatorships. And I, I mean that very sincerely, the level of normality, the level of morality and ethics has pretty much been dissolved from the highest level. And it's very difficult because when you have a state that you've lived in and you've grown up there and you know this state and you know this place, you know, that's your home. 
The problem with it is some people's homes have been fully invaded by outside forces. For example, in California now, California has now stated it went into law as of yesterday, January 1st, 2023. They are now a transgender child sanctuary state. And what that means is now is that if a minor from an outside state wants to travel to California to get their genitals mutilated and go on hormone replacement therapy, their parents cannot sue or do anything to the business or the doctor's office in the state of California, even though the child is a minor going against his parental consent. They have literally gone in now and essentially changed the age of consent in California and given themselves carte blanche immunity to it. So it doesn't matter what happens in California now with young children, they pretty much can't be held liable for anything because they've now declared they're a transgender child sanctuary state. This is so far ridiculous and makes no sense to me whatsoever, yet they're attempting to do it. And the continual money that they extract from their taxpayers in the state of California allows these clowns to continue to push their agenda. I told my friends yesterday we were talking about it, the topic, and just the whole – I mean the whole – you can read about it online. It, it's, it's nauseating when you read about it, how unbelievably sick these people are that are running some parts of California. And I told them, I said, well, if we're doing this now, if we're going full stupid, then what we have to do is we have to lower the age of adult to 13, right? So 13, you can join the military. 13, you can buy tobacco products. 13, you can basically you know, vote. 13, you can do anything. It's, that's obviously where we're going. We're going to this level of full-blown stupidity. If we're going full stupid, you've got to go full stupid. You can't pick and choose how stupid you're going to be. you just got to full send it. And they started laughing at me, and I said, no, I'm serious. I said, you can't sit there and say a 13-year-old has the age of consent to start having their genitals mutilated and go on hormones that are not allowed to be prescribed under anyone under the age of 18 in most cases, yet somehow this is totally normal for a 13-year-old to do in California without any parental consent. I said, Did this is what we have to do. I mean if, if somebody wants – if a child at 13 decides they want to go to the law enforcement academy and they want to be a cop, if they can pass the – physical requirements, then they should be able to be a cop at 13, walk around with a badge and a gun, carry a firearm, protect the public, right? Since we're going full stupid, that's the level of moronic behavior that they're displaying here. So you can't pick and choose which level of stupid you're going to go to when you full send it. And that's what California's done now. And it's ironic to me because there's so many people, I looked at like comments on some of the media posts about this, and there were actually people. Now, they could have been trolls. They very well could have been trolls. I have a hard time believing anybody in their right mind unless they're a sadistic pedophile like some of these people are. In my opinion, I think most of the people that are pushing these laws and pushing this agenda, I think they're true pedos. Honestly, they, I mean, they, they need to be incarcerated and or more for the rest of their life. They have no productive function in society. The fact that you even think it's normal to take a young child and indoctrinate them at you know five, six years old about this perversion, it shows you where they're coming from. And it's not a point of caring about the children and caring about parental rights. It's a point of they want to do pure indoctrination. This is why they're pushing it so hard now in K, first, second, third grade. This is why there's been so many people that get so angry when there's laws like in, the, in Florida where you can't teach this stuff in the schools. And that's why I said from the very beginning, I said, do we really actually have people that are mad that they can't discuss their sexual gender perversion with five and six years old? 
I mean, is, is that actually something that we're discussing now? <laughs> like, this is actually a thing? And yeah, it is. This is what happens when you start having complete depravity become normal. And that is exactly what the goal is with this propaganda that they're pushing. They want to normalize perversion. That is it. There is no other justifiable scenario or reasoning behind this push. And that is why I have been so adamant to continue to maintain the understanding of what your children are being taught in the schools. And there's, there's a ton, I mean a ton now of people that have contacted me about homeschool co-ops and other homeschool groups. And I've told them, I said, you know, you want to have your children get, you know, the best education you can. At the same time, you want to have them be able to have social interaction and be able to be around other kids that are like-minded and continue to grow and become strong and get them in whether it be different sports or jujitsu or whatever type of activity they want to be in. So you want to have that for your kids. You want to have them enjoy their childhood. But at the same time, it's like in order to have that in a lot of these states and the schools, you've got to pretty much say, okay, it's okay if you indoctrinate my children into pure perversion if I want to have my child be able to have any remnants of a childhood and be able to be around friends and be around school things. And the, the truth is, it doesn't have to be that way, my friends. It doesn't have to go that realm. There are so many groups now that are coming together, and you have to look. You have to be proactive, but you also have to understand this as well. A lot of these groups, including my own, we're very protective about individuals that start prying and prodding and try to come in because we've already dealt with certain individuals that we found out about that are simply there to try to get more information or try to put their children who are already extremely problematic children in the public school system, and they're trying to put them in these homeschool groups in an attempt that they will somehow become better after a lot of these kids have already been massively indoctrinated in the communist camps for the last four, five, six, seven years. That's why we have a very strict vetting process with the school that we're at. And there's all types of stuff that the parents have to sign stating that they're going to maintain a true Christian education even at home, that they are going to maintain certain values and morals, and there's certain certain requirements that are maintained by the children in order for them to stay in the school. Because that's a thing you have to watch out because I've seen this too in Christian schools and Christian universities. A lot of times parents go, well, my kid's pretty much completely and totally compromised. I can't control them. They're completely out of control. So well, I'm going to dump them off at a Christian school in hopes that they'll somehow change. And the problem with it is, in most cases, bad company corrupts good character. You take a child that's been in the communist camp for the last five, six, seven, eight years, and you suddenly throw them in to a Christian homeschool co-op where we're talking about all types of Christian elements on a regular basis – most cases, that child's not going to revert back. Now, I'm not saying you can't talk to the kids and you can't help the kids, but be very careful who's getting involved with these schools because there's another aspect of it too where in Florida it's not an issue whatsoever because homeschooling has become very common. It's totally legitimate. In other states like California, you try to set up homeschool co-ops, oh, the state's all over your butt. They're all, they want to have all these paperwork. They want to have all these requirements as far as they want to see what you're doing. They want to have these inspections. They want to make sure you're a legitimate school. And at any point in time, they can dissolve the school, and they can go in and start taking the children away because they're not getting a proper education. California is just a failed state. It's, that's my opinion, and I'll stick by that. It's a complete failed state. It's just not there yet because it continues to get hundreds of billions of dollars from the U.S. government and grants and aid every single year in order to stay afloat. If California actually had to function on itself – California would have already seceded and gone over to China to continue their funding, which is why I personally think the next phase is going to be of dissolving the country. 
Somebody asked me the other day, they said, what do you, you think the United States is going to maintain continuity and stay together as a whole? I said, long term? Absolutely not. I said, I would love to pretend that. I said, but there's too many factions of outside sources that are trying to infiltrate the United States and already have. And I said, one thing about that is China has been one of the main good little you know, countries, the, the Communist Party over there has been one of the good little countries following the New World Order. And I said, I personally think that has been one of their promises that they've gotten is they expect to get California out of the whole deal with pushing their agenda that they're doing. Because quite frankly, California and the Chinese Communist Party in China, they're not that far off with the level of lunacy that they push with their laws. And so that is why it is so important. You continue to know what you're supporting and what you're going on with here because there's so many elements that are going at us from every angle, and that's why you got to take a step back sometimes. Take a deep breath, realize that you have peace in Christ, and look back and say, okay, this is what we have to handle first now. This is what we can handle here directly in front of us. This is what I have to work on, whether it be with family, whether it be with friends, whether it be with local community, and push forward that way. Because a lot of times that I've had the same thing happen to me. You start looking at a lot of the stuff that's happening on an ongoing basis, and it starts becoming overwhelming to some extent. It does. But you have to take a step back and realize you don't – what do they say? You don't eat an elephant. We eat elephants one bite at a time. You can't sit there and say, oh, I'm going to try to devour this thing in one sitting. It's not going to happen. It's physically impossible. So continue to keep up the fight in your local area, getting local groups together, making sure you're actively training and staying strong and healthy with other groups, especially right now. I tell you, at the beginning of the year, Dad made an extremely valid point. He's 100% accurate. We said this for years. The beginning of the year isn't about a new diet fad or trend. It's about a lifestyle. It really is. And I've had people ask me that before, and they're like, well, I, you know, you don't really gain a ton of weight, you know, up and down all year. I said, eh, sometimes I eat too much organic ice cream during Christmas, so I'm not going to lie about that. <laughs> I said, but overall, I maintain pretty balanced weight throughout the year. I may go up a couple pounds here, a couple pounds there. I train three to four days a week. I by no means, you know, am a monster anymore or go super crazy in the gym because I try to keep my joints in healthy shape now from my previous injuries from all my motocross and racing and everything I did when I was younger. So I work around certain things. I said, but the fact is it's about a daily lifestyle change. It's not about going on some new fad and going on this diet or that diet or this diet and bouncing around. I've seen people do that for decades, and it never works. People go up, they go down, they go up, they go down, they go up, they go down. And one of the biggest things I can tell you right now when it comes to overall maintaining healthy weight, <laughs> so the, one of the main things that I've always continued to tell people is that it's portion control. That is right there one of the biggest lifestyle changes you can make on a regular basis right here starting today this year is making sure you're not eating these massive meals, three to four to 500 calories, depending on your overall body weight. Most average those three to 400 calories. And like dad said earlier, with some clean vegetables, some carbohydrates, maybe some good fats and oils in there and some added protein. And eating small meals like that will massively change your overall body composition actually quite rapidly. So again, there's so many things you can change. There's so many things that are easy to do. Right on our website, we have tons of free articles you can read about. We even have the Eat Clean and Be Healthy cookbook that Sharon put together along with all of us with great meals, great ideas, great things to eat that taste fantastic without going in and throwing in massive amounts of starches and fats and carbohydrates to bloat you out. Because that's the biggest thing that I get questions on every time at the beginning of the year. People want to know, well, what can I do to change this? What can I do to change that? My answer is 
It's overall lifestyle change. Here's some supplements you can run. Here's some vitamins you need to be on. Here's some diet ideas. But overall, it's got to be a continual change on a regular basis. 90-10 rules usually with me. About 90% of the time, I eat really clean on my daily lifestyle. 10%, you got a little bit of change, a little bit of you know junk food occasionally that you have in or holiday time and this and that. But other than that, I try to keep it as clean as I can. But it's not even something that I try to do anymore. It's something that I've done for so many years. It's just a lifestyle. And you continue to maintain it. You'll continue to feel better, have more energy, more mental clarity, better adrenals, better muscle, better everything. And so, again, great, great stuff as far as changing. Very simplistic to do. You just have to put it into work and put it into action, Dad. What do you think? Little things that we it's the it's the often it's the little things over a long period of time that make the big results difference. Uh, you know, I know I've I wanted to get my body fat down some. You know, the last few months, and I started really eating super clean, and all of a sudden my body like kicks in and starts going to this like fat burning mode again. And I'm like, whoa! I know I can even do that anymore since I was 20 years old. But it did it again. Now it took a little bit longer than it did last time, but it still kicked in. And so you know, my weight's down. I'm I'm in better shape than I've been in years. And I thought, well, okay, that's okay. I can do that at 67. The reality is we can pretty much do it at any age. But as you get older, remember, you don't want to lose weight very, very quickly because if you lose very weight very quickly and you don't maintain enough calories, you're going to start losing lean muscle mass. That's why if you lose like a pound a week, that's okay. You didn't gain it much faster than that anyhow. Now, if you start on a real quick program because you're really overweight, you can lose two to three pounds a week if you'd like. But be very careful on the long-term dietary protocols to keep your calorie intakes up. If you want to weigh 120 pounds, never go under 1,200 calories a day. If you want to weigh 180 pounds, never go under 1,800 calories a day. Real important to maintain that lean muscle mass because remember, every pound of muscle that you have, it burns like 50 calories a day just with the basal metabolic rate. If you lose 10 pounds of muscle weight in a weight loss protocol, you're going to drop your own basal metabolic rate by about 500 calories a day, which means from that point forward, you have to eat 500 calories less per day every day forever in order to basically maintain your weight, or you have to hit the gym again and put that muscle weight back on again, which it becomes increasingly more difficult as you get older to gain lean muscle mass and actually gain in the gym. Now, you could do it with our products like Testaplex and HGH Stimulate and, you know, all the things that we have as far as, you know, Tonga and Alley and all the other things that also have like a good stack to elevate your testosterone. That'll work and you can do that. But be very, very careful as you lose weight, do it slowly and consistently. Again, don't go on a diet. They don't work, guys. Go on a lifestyle change. It's so much better. Now, years ago, I, I read a book. It's called Billions for the Bankers and Debts for the People by Shelton Emery. Good book. It's a little tiny paperback. It's like 40 pages long. You can read it in an hour. It gives you a good idea of the uh, what the Federal Reserve did and how they do it. But what I, I, that's not why I'm talking about that particular book today. You can look it up online. You get a free PDF on it. But what I'm talking about is the fact that it talks about conquesting of people, that you could do it with a war. You could go in and you start a war and you can go in and start killing people and say, you're going to do what I tell you to do or we're going to kill you. Well, a lot of people aren't going to do what you tell them to do, and you're going to have to kill them. We saw this with the Soviet Union. We saw this with Lenin and Stalin. We saw how many people, 60, 70 million people died. I mean, you know, Hitler killed a lot of people. There's Miles Satan killed a lot of people, and nobody killed as many people as Stalin and Lenin did. That was insane how many people. Some people say up to 100 million were killed. They decimated the population of Russia because they were trying to force communism on them. Now, another way you can do it is you can go in and you can basically come in and change the monetary system. You can change the monetary system to a debt-based usury system like they did in the United States until eventually everybody is so in debt that they don't know what to do with themselves. and They're stuck on behind credit cards or stuck behind a big mortgage, stuck behind big car payments, which, by the way, 
a lot of these vehicles now are being repossessed. These people have twenty, thirty thousand dollars upside down in these cars because the used car market has collapsed. People can't make the payments and they turn them back in. And you know, we warned you guys not to get involved with all that stuff for you know for almost two years. We said, don't be buying used cars right now; they're too expensive. But the reality is, all those different things can impoverish people. But there's another way of doing it too. You can do a cultural war on them, and that's what they did. The communists went into Germany in the 30s, tried to figure out why Germany wouldn't accept communism, and they realized that the culture was different. The family unit was strong in Germany at that time. The people wanted to have a free world and a free economy, and they didn't want to be under communism. And so they had to culturally change them. That's what cultural Marxism was all about. And when you finally understand it, when you understand how you take over the peoples, and have, how you need to have, how, if you want to exterminate them as a people to create a one world government with a one world race, with a one world religion, you have to, at the very least, terminate their national independence and their sovereignty. You push for self-extermination or at least self-termination. I say that again, self-termination. Let them destroy themselves. You're seeing that in California now. You're seeing how they're destroying themselves. Since the, quote, natives of the people in the country will resist and fight back against a military invasion and outward displays of force, they must be mentally colonized and manipulated into adopting ideas and values that lead to national demise and a termination of sovereignty or even a termination of the race. But the zinger is that the natives will accept such a fate because they believe it's a matter of self-made decision. In other words, they'll be convinced they're doing it by themselves and that nobody's making them do anything. Foreign powers didn't force it on them, but they freely chose it on their own. And that's what we've done in the United States. We've freely chosen the communist tyranny against us and allowed them to come in and do this. We've chosen because of what we've done in the churches and how we've allowed the church to be compromised through the Johnson Amendment. That was all done on purpose, guys. You know, so you can't talk about, you know, have to have separation of church and state. You can't be talking about political things from the pulpit. Sure you can. That was specifically designed so the state couldn't come in and tell the churches what they couldn't say. It couldn't say. But we, they twisted it around with all these different rulings in the courts, and now the churches are scared to tell, talk to, to, talk to, to tell the truth about this stuff. Very, very important that we understand what's happened, who's done it to us, and how they've done it to us, and how we have to stand firm in Christ. And if we do that, we can delay the onslaught of this mess. We can. We can basically sit right here and we can go, you know what? I'm not going to sign up for that. You know, I don't want to be a pie. I don't want to have you guys do this to me. I'm not going to be a sheeple. The answer is no, no. And how about no? And how about no, I'm not going to listen to you. And how about no, I don't want to hear what you have to say and no i don't care about anything what you think i mean this transgender agenda in california i mean are you kidding me and how they're now pushing it and actually passed laws against it they got a couple other crazy laws out of there now this is this is all it's all part of this if you have covid information and misinformation now you can lose your license they made it part of the law if you're a doctor they can decriminalize jaywalking because of racism what type that even means they're allowing nurses to perform abortions without doctors they're decriminalizing lottery for loitering for prostitution Basically, this means that if a woman's standing on the street corner for prostitution and she's loitering and they were arresting her for that, they can't do that anymore. Now they could have state control of fast food restaurants and allowing private citizens to sue for gun violations. I mean, unbelievable. On and on and on. And Austin's right. California's a failed state. And some of the Cal- California is one of the most beautiful states, if not the most beautiful state in the nation. I mean, it really is. It's a, it's a stunning place. And almost the entire coastline of the United States is California on the western side. Beautiful beaches, beautiful places. But it's a mess. Because these communists have come in there with their cultural indoctrination, and they've destroyed the very values of the people that live there in many cases. Now, there's some good people that still live in California, and a lot of them are trying to get out, quite frankly. But I love you guys, and I appreciate you. And again, Happy New Year. Remember, keep your hearts and minds in Jesus, for he is the author. He is the finisher. He is the perfecter of our faith. Remember, this isn't a new year for God. He doesn't do that. Everything is always the same for him. He's omnipresent. He already knows what's going to happen this year. He already knew what was going to happen last year. He's always got your back. 
I love you guys. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Amen. That's well said. You know, it's the, nothing. That's one thing that's always satisfying to know, and I guess you know, just it helps you feel better when you know nothing catches God by surprise, and some stuff may catch us by surprise, but nothing catches him by surprise. And the truth about it is, if you do your enough, enough research and you step outside of the matrix and you realize the slave mindset that they have pushed on everybody, you realize real quick, there's not a lot that catches you by surprise either. I'll be honest with you on that. It's a very interesting place. Now, there may be certain things that may occur occasionally, like, eh, well, that was weird. But very rarely do we I see anything personally, and I'm just like, wow, unless it's just something really, really bad that happened that I wasn't expecting. But it's still on a rare occasion. Most time I can go, I'm starting to see what's going on here. There's starting to be a trend that's coming up here. Well, why are they doing this? Why are they doing that? Well, you kind of start answering your own questions. And that's one of the first steps of coming out of the matrix is when you start realizing the answers that you're getting aren't adding up from the mainstream media. Nothing is being, nothing is adding up. One plus one doesn't equal two. One plus one is equaling 9.5. And you go, well, this doesn't make sense. That's the wrong answer. Clearly there's something else going on. And once you start digging and you start researching, your eyes start to open, you realize, you know, it's, we have to keep raising little Americans. We may become the minority of Patriot Americans in this country. That doesn't mean you stop fighting. That doesn't mean you stop trying. That doesn't mean you stop raising your kids to be the way they should be up through the Bible doesn't mean that it means you continue to double down. You push back harder. And the truth about it is I feel that we've reached a point now where it's sad that a lot of, a lot of Christian families just have gotten frustrated. And so they kind of just have accepted it. They've kind of accepted the perversion as a new way. You know, they still take their kids to Disney world. I still haven't figured that one out. $1,600 per person for full platinum VIP passes for year long passes, you know, over $6,000 for a family of four, just for platinum passes to go to Disney. Yet parents still do it. Even though they're still pushing the agenda, they're bringing out gay actors in these movies. They're constantly pushing subliminal pedophilia. It doesn't matter. People still keep going. And the problem with it is I think the United States has built a level of comfort that has gotten too soft for many people. And some people would rather live in the comforts of prison than they would actually step outside and be getting comfortable with being uncomfortable and realizing it's this is time. It's that time now. We're in that point in time right now where we're reaching another cycle where we have to actually start standing up and making a point again. It's just what it is. You, you see cycles throughout humanity. The times of war, strong men have to fight back and push back against tyranny. Then there's times of great, you know, basically comfort after that. And then basically there's another conflict. It's just part of humanity and how it is on this earth. It's not right or wrong. It's like getting mad at the seasons. You don't walk outside and say, I'm so mad it's winter. Why is it winter? Well, it's winter. You have to talk to somebody else about that because it comes every single year. Same thing with spring, same thing with summer. There's certain things that always occur. So instead of getting mad at what you see happen, instead of getting frustrated and saying, I don't know what to do, I'm just going to give up, take a step back and say, well, I'm not asking for an easier life. All I'm praying for is to be a stronger person that I can handle what's coming towards me, and I have the wisdom to see what's happening, and I can plan accordingly to it. That's what you ask God for, and that's what you pray for, and that's what you expect, my friends. So continue to keep up the fight. Stay strong. Stay healthy. 
keep exercising, stay on the road that you're on right now. If it's a positive one this year, make the changes that you need, make the lifestyle changes that you need to make, continue to stay strong. Do you need anything? Healthmasters.com. I told you earlier, we have lots of different new specials for the beginning of the year to start off the year strong, to really jumpstart your body, jumpstart your mind, jumpstart your energy. It's what we do, building some of the highest quality supplements in the world. It's the same stuff I take. If I could make it any better, I would. So, again, thank you for the absolutely continual support. And be sure to check out the product of the week, too, right now. Be complex on top of everything. On sale right now, there's a bunch of products that are being voted on as well. The CoQ10, the Purple Sticks, the Alpha Lipoic Acid, all of them are available to vote for product of the week right now on the website at healthmasters.com. And also, too, I thought this was interesting. Now, they're trying to continually get Europe just acceptance of what they've done through these sanctions, through getting reliant on Russia and then intentionally cutting off. This is 100% planned with what happened with Russia and Ukraine and what's happened to the euro now. The Austrian defense minister has now warned that Europeans should get prepared for facing blackouts that go on for days leaving one-third of its citizens unable to supply themselves because of power outages and rolling blackouts now. Guys, this is Europe. Europe's been through a lot, (laughs) thousands of years. And the fact of the matter is now we've reached a level of technology that is so effective, so controllable, so easy to maintain. We really have. And yet they're saying now you need to get ready for rolling blackouts when they come. Not if, but when it comes, because they've done it to everybody intentionally with Zajayat theater, COVID, Ukraine, Russia theater scheme. My friends, this is rough. I feel bad for a lot of people over there. But again, it's time for Europe to really start standing up to these individuals that are in power positions that are intentionally doing this to them. Hence what we're dealing with right now. Work at your local level to do the best you can to maintain the promotion of freedom and truth. Thank you again, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome New Year's Day or the second day. (laughs) Continue to stay strong. I appreciate y'all. I'll talk to you again on this show tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.